creating content that shows who you are and attracts the people you want to work with. My name is Trey McLeddy, and I'm building my company, McLeddy Media, into the best real estate content marketing company in the world. Welcome to my podcast, where I'll be teaching you everything I learned on how to build a better business and market yourself to get the right customers. The more that you work these skills, though, the more your hourly pay rate will increase and the more that you can delegate, right? So how can we increase our hourly pay rate? On today's episode, I talk about how to raise your hourly pay rate as an entrepreneur and maximize your time, especially as it pertains to social media. Your time is valuable, so let's make sure we're spending it on activities that move the needle for our businesses and lives. If you like this content, follow me on all the major social media platforms at Trey Micheletti. Enjoy the show. Your most valuable asset is your time. It doesn't matter if you're a student, in and out employee, or multimillionaire CEO. The one thing that we can never get back is our time. So how do we maximize our most valuable resource? Being efficient is what separates the elite from the mediocre professionals. When we think about the people that have achieved massive success in life, the Elon Musks, the Steve Jobs, the Bill Gates, all those people, they have the same amount of hours in the day as we do as that guy that is working at in and out making 15 bucks an hour does, as that guy that doesn't have a job and is unemployed playing Madden does. But how are they able to achieve so much more in that amount of time? And this concept that Jordan Peterson discussed really hit me hard because in a video that he recorded about six years ago, he talked about the importance of understanding your hourly pay rate. When you decide the things that you're gonna do with your day, with your time, Determine whether you would pay someone else your hourly pay rate to do that activity. And if the answer is no, then guess what? You got to delegate it and you got to do something else that's more worth your time because your time is so unbelievably valuable. How do we determine what our time is worth though? Because that's a question that a lot of people probably ask themselves. Oh, well, I don't really know. I don't really know how to calculate it. Look, at the end of the day, understand the skills that you have and how those skills impact the mission of your company. If you're a great salesperson, guess what? Your time is probably very, 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 very valuable, especially if you're great at it. Because when you get on a call, if your closing percentage is 50%, there's a 50% chance that a massive amount of money is going to go into your business's bank account. So you have a huge impact on the company's overall mission because you're closing deals. Now, the same concept could go for a company like Tesla. Their engineers get paid a crazy amount of money because they're making a huge impact on the organization. So break down what skills that you have, how good are you at each of those things, and how much does that impact the overall mission of the company? Your overall mission in life, if it's your business, if it's somebody else's business, if it's whatever, understand how your skills impact the overall mission. Now, let's talk about if you're an entrepreneur or if you're an investor. Because if we are talking about the hourly pay rate that you have, the goal should always be to increase your hourly pay rate so you have more money to spend to go delegate these items because I understand not everybody will have a bunch of money to dish out all the low task items and that and you know if you don't if you don't have that money then your hourly pay rate is probably not worth that much the more that you work these skills though the more your hourly pay rate will increase and the more that you can delegate right so how can we increase our hourly pay rate and over the past couple years I've been analyzing different investors entrepreneurs and I've been running my business myself obviously and I've come to the and I've come to terms with There are three things that every entrepreneur should be focused on. Every investor should be focused on. So let's let's discuss them really quick. Number one is generating capital. And this is more along the investor end. 
generating capital for your deals. If you can find a deal, the next step is generating capital. So go out, network. That is sales, right? You're going and you're talking to people and you're getting them to commit large amounts of money so you don't have to fork the money out of your own pocket. That is a huge leverage point. Go and generate capital, aka be a salesperson. The next one is finding deals. And this one is more along that marketing avenue. In order to generate that capital, you have to have a great deal to present to people. So go and find your deals, whether that be connected with wholesalers or going and scrolling the MLS yourself or creating content to go and have deals brought to you from other people that can go find them. And that's another huge leverage point. If you're great at creating content, but you don't understand all of the elements behind finding deals, guess what? Create content about yourself, tell people what you want and what value you can provide to them and go have them bring you deals. So go find some deals, AKA be a great marketer. The next one is managing your projects. And when I say managing your projects, I don't mean going and picking up wood from or different supplies from Lowe's. I mean managing your team. I mean managing your contractors and making sure your timelines are on pace. And if you have multiple projects going on, that consumes a hell of a lot of time. Taking in bids, making sure everybody's on the right, on the right schedule, and any of the other things that you have to do when you're managing your projects. Now let's flip-flop it a little bit because obviously that's much heavier towards the investor end if you're investing in real estate. Let's talk about regular entrepreneurs if you're running any other business. And it's the same concepts, right? Because the first one, instead of generating capital, we're going to talk about sales. One of the highest leverage activities that you can do, one of the most lucrative things that you can learn how to do is sell, is sell your product. Because selling is how you get somebody with money to give you their money, which funds the business further, which drives them towards the goal and the mission. So go learn how to do sales. Two is finding deals, AKA for normal entrepreneurs, marketing, bringing in leads. If you know how to bring in leads, your company will never not have money to spend because you're going to have so many leads. Look, quality is amazing, but if you get great at producing leads in, in quantity, You'll always have people to try to sell to. The one thing that you can't do if you're a great salesperson, the one way that you can't sell if you're a great salesperson is if you have no one to sell to. So learning how to be a great marketer is a huge leverage point and how you can increase your hourly pay rate. Because if you can bring leads in like nobody's business, you will always be valuable to any business ever. And the last one is managing your projects, AKA for normal entrepreneurs, being a leader. If you know how to lead people, if you know how to make people more efficient and maximize their time into getting things done and making them feel like they're part of something and just making them better employees, better coworkers, you'll be invaluable wherever you go. Because people are necessary to drive a company's mission forward. And if you can make people more efficient, if you can make people feel valued and you can give people a mission and help them help you drive you towards that mission, you are invaluable. So being a great leader, you will always need leaders. I know we're going into this AI revolution where you probably have a lot of AI going into a lot of businesses, but people will always need jobs. So we will always need leaders for those people. Now let's talk about the flip side of this. What things should you not be spending your time on? And this is everything that I've learned since I hit 18 and I've gone in the corporate world, we'll call it, from then up until now, now I'm 21 years old. So the past three years, these are the things that I've learned to not spend 
your time on if you're a business owner or entrepreneur or investor, you're leading a business or a company. First one is emails. Look, you can hire somebody in the Philippines to go through your emails and flag you if something important comes. But if you're always checking your email over and over and over again, and that's what you're in half the day, you're not spending your time on sales, marketing, or managing your team. And those are the most important things. Checking your emails, you can get lost in it, and you'll never be able to move forward. So hire somebody in admin to do your emails for you. Stop spending your time on it. Number two is bullshit lead calls. Everybody has their business where they're probably running ad spend and they have these really cold leads coming in or you have a backfill of leads that contacted you a year ago that you need to call. Why would you spend your time on it if you're trying to build a business? Hire somebody for 15 bucks an hour to call these leads and gauge their interest. And if they're interested, then they push it onto your plate. But you shouldn't be making 100 calls to a bunch of cold people per day. Instead, hire people to make those 100 calls to vet out those people, and then guess what you do? You make 100 warm calls per day and you close those deals. So if you're in sales, don't make these little bullshit lead calls of these people that are coming into your systems through ad spend and things along those lines, especially if they're cold. Instead, filter them through to you and make sure you're calling the warm, the hot ones, so you can close them right away. That's what I would do. Next is picking up materials, and this is much more on the investor end. But you should not be going and picking up materials from Lowe's or anything like that. Look, driving takes a long time. Going in there, finding the material, picking it up, paying for it takes a long time. You know you're probably spending two hours a day on it because it just takes time when you could be spending time creating content on sales, managing your team, finding new deals, doing what you got to do. So stop picking up materials. Hire a 16-year-old that just got a car to go pick up your materials for you. And the last one, and this is what we're really going to dive into the rest of the episode, wasting time on social media. Stop scrolling. Stop going on YouTube. Look, I understand it's impossible not to be on social media as an entrepreneur. You got to market your business. You got to connect with people. You're always communicating with people. But the more time that you spend scrolling on social media, the less time you're spending on making money and driving your mission forward. So I highly suggest you stop spending so much time on social media. And we're actually going to talk about how we can make you more efficient when you do need to be on social media because everybody should be. So when you go through and you analyze your pay rate and you compare it to the tasks that you do on a daily basis, things quickly get put into perspective on how much you're actually helping the business grow versus how much you're holding it back by not working on the right activities. So if you see that you're spending a bunch of time on tasks that you could pay somebody 10 bucks an hour to do, then you are hurting your business. Your minimum hourly rate, if you're a business owner, should be 50 bucks an hour. And that came directly from Jordan Peterson, not from me. Watch the video, I'll link it in the, I'll link it down below. 50 bucks an hour. Don't spend any tasks that you wouldn't, don't spend any time on tasks that you wouldn't pay somebody 50 bucks an hour to do. So if you are not doing those activities, you're holding your company back, start doing the right activities, AKA sales, marketing, and managing and leading your team. Hey guys, so just a quick break. I do this podcast to bring as much value as possible to as many people as possible. So if you're getting value from this, I'd love it if you would leave a review. I'm growing this completely organically, aka no ad spend, so it would be a huge help. Appreciate you and enjoy the rest of the show. Diving back into it, if you're an investor or an entrepreneur, the value of your time increases by 100x. When you start your business, you're known as the CEO. You're the chief everything officer. 
which means everything rides on your shoulders. I get it. And as you continue to scale, your time will continue to become more and more valuable and there will be less of it to give to everybody, to every task that you have because it's easy to fill our plate with so much stuff when you're the chief everything officer, but as you continue to grow, that plate just keeps rising, right? That's why delegation is so important. But at that point, we need to start squeezing every piece of value out of every minute that we're awake because the more minutes that you waste doing things that aren't worth your time, the less you're driving your company forward and the more stuff that you're falling behind on, which is going to lead to overwhelm, to burnout, to feeling stressed, to none of the good feelings that we need to have in order to move our mission forward. So spending an hour scrolling on social media is obviously not a good use of your time, especially if it's not on educational content. If you're just scrolling, looking at football or some stupid crap, it's not a good use of your time because the less time that you have, the more your time is worth. So here's how we can maximize every minute that we, as entrepreneurs, spend on social media. Number one is commenting on relevant accounts. And relevant accounts means that accounts that fit within your brand voice. And a brand voice is essentially, what are the buckets of things that you like to talk about? What are the buckets of things that you love? And you know what? Sometimes that might be football. And sometimes that's going to be leadership, sales, marketing, investing, real estate investing, wholesaling, whatever fits within your brand buckets. Go comment on those relevant accounts. And here's what I suggest you do. Create a list of the top 15 accounts, 15 to 20, however many accounts you want to, of the people that are within your brand voice. Create your buckets of the different things you like talking about and that fit within your business, and then find the top accounts for each one of those buckets. So for real estate investing, you have people like Ryan Panetta, Grant Cardone. I think uh, there's a guy named Dr. Chow or something. All those people are great accounts to go follow and to go comment on. They all have 50,000, 500,000, a million followers. So if you like real estate investing, write down those names. Then you can look at sales or business. You have Layla Hormozy, Alex Hormozy. You have all these other, you have Gary Vee if you're into marketing. Write down a list of all of the accounts that fit within your brand buckets. After that point, what you're gonna do is you're going to go comment on the recent posts. Go comment on the recent posts. And this is gonna help you do a few things. Number one, you're gonna get your daily fix of content consumption, but with purpose. You never wanna consume content and have it be pointless. You're going to consume content that that is within the stuff that you like to talk about, which could do multiple things. Number one, you're feeding your brain the right sort of content, so you might come up with ideas for your business, and it's it's relevant stuff to you. It's not random uh, dopamine hit mindless activities, right? And two, It could give you ideas on what you want to create for content, which is another huge leverage point in your business, marketing your business. So you're consuming content, but with a purpose. Next, you're growing your network with the relevant individuals. The more that you comment on people's pages, the more people will see your content interact with your comments. The more that you interact with these people's content, the more people will see your comments and interact with them, which ex- which increases your exposure. And the account that you're commenting on will notice you over time. Obviously, if they have 10 million followers, they're probably not gonna notice you after the first five comments, but they might after a year of commenting every single day. And if they have 10 million followers, they probably, com- they probably post multiple times a day. So set an alarm and go comment on their page on all their new posts once a day at five o'clock. It's really easy. Next is messaging potential leads and nurturing relationships. I would follow the Alex Ramosi framework and it's something that he went over in 100 million dollar leads and I've really fallen in love with it because of how simple it is and how 
and how it really decreases the layers to delay action because it's super actionable. So all this framework is, is starting conversations with your new followers and frequent interactions and even your mutual connections using the ACA framework. So it's acknowledge something unique about them, compliment them on that thing, and then ask a question that relates back to your business, driving the conversation to talking about your business. And this doesn't need to happen right away. You can build up to that. You can do that in separate steps. So acknowledge the thing first. Say, hey, I saw you guys just had a wedding. How, how did everything go? Compliment them on it. Oh, that's super spectacular. Congratulations. You and your husband look like you're doing great things. You and your wife look like you guys are doing great things. Continue the conversation a little bit. Then ask, oh, that's, uh, you guys are doing great things. Do you, have you guys ever considered investing? Or what's, what's your next step? Do it in multiple steps if you need to, or you can do it in one. I probably suggest doing the multiple steps. The next thing you can do is create a list of people that you're developing relationships with that can impact your business. Use this as a business development and relationship building opportunity. Because if you make this list of people that you want to connect with that you feel like will refer you business, will become potential clients down the line, or even add to your business in a sense of business development like, hey, I have this core offer. I feel like you could help my business in, in this way, or maybe we could do some sort of partnership. Continue those conversations on social media. It's called social media, right? So if you're on, their plat- on the platform and you're commenting on their posts, or you're DMing them and saying, hey man, what's, what's going on? I saw your recent post, looks great. It's the same concept as the ACA framework, just a different kind of purpose. Instead, you're working on nurturing relationships. Or if you see they post it on their story and they're out on the, on the lake, say, hey dude, hope you're having a great weekend. How's everything going? Go and use this as an opportunity to connect with the people that you want to connect with. And the last section is cold DMs. And I know that we all hate doing them probably, but with the right systems, you can get real traction for your business according to Hormozy, Gary Vee, and probably any other internet entrepreneur that's hit it out there. You'll probably see these in your DMs all the time. And yeah, they do seem cheesy, but there's a framework that you can use to make them work. Go find it. People do it successfully, so don't think that, oh, they never work because they never work on you. It works because people use it. So go read $100 million leads, which breaks everything down, or go watch a YouTube video and try it. But I'm gonna tell you, sending out cold DMs, even though it might be painful, is better than scrolling through and consuming content that is only destroying your brain. So go learn how to send out cold DMs, and even though it might not be the highest leverage activity because it's just cold people, if you're just starting your business and you don't have deals or you don't have clients, it is a huge leverage point because you don't have a huge network and you gotta find customers somewhere, so send out 100 of them in a day. Last is creating content to show your personality and skill set off to your audience. And this really ties everything together by bringing value to your audience and increasing your credibility. Because when you're sending out these DMs and you're connecting with people, when they go click on your profile, you don't want it to have zero posts. You don't want to only have posts that are about your personal life and horrible quality. Invest in creating content because it's going to build your credibility. When they go click on your page, if you're reaching out to your warm leads or your cold leads and they click on your page to see if you're legit, if they see great content on there that speaks to them, you're going to get a response back, much more likely than if you had nothing. So start creating content to build up your credibility. And also, obviously, it increases your outreach, which increases your lead flow. And lead flow is not just people that click on your link and schedule appointments, but people that are following you because now it gives you direct direct access to send out more DMs with your time on social media. So invest in creating content. 
The next thing that I would consider doing in order to create great content is writing down the things that you did in the past week and making content about them. This is the document, don't create approach. This is something that Layla, Alex Ramosi, and Gary Vee utilize a hell of a lot. When you write down the things that you've done, you can tell stories, which immediately increases the social proof of yourself, of your business. Because instead of saying, here's what you should do, you're saying, here's what I did, and that people can't argue with that. Because it's something that you did. They can't say, oh, that didn't happen. Well, hey, here's the numbers. Here's what, here's what happened. That will increase your social proof and you'll probably enjoy talking more about the stuff that you did than trying to bullshit your way through a post that you scripted out. Like just talk about the things that you've done. And the last thing that I would do when I create content because you wanna be intentional with it is utilize the hook, story, offer framework. Hook your audience that most of the time should be spent on your hook. How do you grab that audience's attention to make them watch your video? If you grab their attention up front, you open a loop of curiosity. And if you open a loop of curiosity, people want to close that loop. But if the loop never opens, then people don't really give a shit and they're gonna scroll on. So open the loop by creating a great hook that makes people curious, that makes them want to watch your video to the end. It starts there. Then when it comes to the story, if you're opening the loop, you better damn well make sure that you're telling them a great story to retain their attention. You have to tell a great story. Keep them entertained to the end so they close that loop. And the last thing that you're gonna do is the offer. Reward them for watching your content all the way through. Close the loop for them so they can rely on you to continue to give them content that's gonna close those loops. People don't like open loops. People like to close things. People like to feel fulfilled when they invest their time in watching your content. So always close the loop. If you start off with a, here's how I'm gonna do, I'm gonna teach you how to do X, Y, and Z. I, I did X, Y, and Z, and I'm gonna teach you how to do it. Make sure that you teach them how to do it. Don't give them blue balls. If you truly want to maximize your time and effort and become the most efficient, these are the things that I'm gonna be doing, and I think you'd benefit from it as well. My basic framework that I'm implementing for myself every single day to leverage my true hourly rate when I'm on social media. Every morning is my content creation time. When I wake up, and I usually wake up between 5 to 7 a.m., I am immediately into content. This is where I'm writing my video outlines. This is where I'm recording my videos. I'm editing my podcast. I'm doing some content research because it's hard to find time in your day when you've already gotten into it to create content because it's not always an immediate gratification or an instant gratification activity because it takes time. So don't make the excuse. Spend the time in your morning to create your content. It's something that's helped me with consistency. I haven't gotten spectacular results yet, but with consistency comes results. And if you wanna get consistent, then do it in the time that nobody is bothering you. Do it in the time when you're the least likely to say, hey, I don't really have time right now. I highly suggest doing it in the morning. It's helped me a lot. The next thing is listing out 10 to 15 accounts that fit within my brand voice, whom I will be interacting with daily when they post. I'll even turn post notifications on. The people that I've written down are Gary V, Alex Ramosi, Andy Elliott, Ryan Panetta, and many, many more individuals, about 10 more individuals. So if you list out these 10 to 15 accounts and you interact with their posts every day, just like I said before, you're gonna increase your views on social media in general because you're gonna be commenting and interacting with great content. And if you're interacting with, con- with content that's within your own brand voice and they're within the things that you're talking about as well, then the people that see your comment and click on your page, they're gonna like your content as well. 
You know why? Because they liked the content that you commented on, which is just like your content. Just a little bit, uh, obviously it's gonna be different because the person that's disseminating the information is different, but it's the same sort of content which increases the likelihood of them liking your content and giving you a follow. So interact with them daily. We've already gone over the benefits of that. And third is two hours per day on outreaches. This is warm outreach with my followers and cold outreach to potential real estate investors, which is who I work with. Two hours a day. And I know this might seem like a lot, but I'm only a year into my business. And if you're listening to this and you have, and you're doing less than $100,000 a year, you can find two hours in your day to spend on generating leads actively, aggressively. If, even if you're making 200 grand in a year, you can spend a little bit of time on warm outreach. I'd probably hire out for cold outreach if you're making 200 grand plus a year, but you can spend time on warm outreach because that is those immediate sales that you can make. And it's actually gonna teach you how to teach other people to do it. Because obviously, if you're making that amount of money, you're gonna close a couple deals, your increase, your increase of income is gonna allow you to teach people how to do this. But spend that time on warm, on warm and cold outreach. It's what I'm gonna be doing to get to my next goal for this year. And I'm gonna tell you something right now. Each and every single one of these things is proven to work by the greatest people in the industry. No matter who you look at on social media that has grown their business and use social media as a leverage point in doing so has done each and every single one of these things. I know that because I get all my information from these big dogs, from Gary Vee, from Alex Hormozzi, from all these people that are doing massive business deals by leveraging social media that have huge followings. So don't make the excuse for yourself. I say this often. I say this frequently. The greatest barrier to success is the lack of action. So understand what your hourly pay rate is, maximize the time that you spend, and start to do high leverage activities now. Don't make the excuse to not do it. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and I'll catch you later.